hello everybody, welcome back to another very festive episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas Whitney. As always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. And today, we're doing this over over Discord, so if it doesn't sound as good, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be about the same as usual, because we usually don't sound too good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, don't worry. This is completely on brand for us to just fuck over whatever. Anyway... Uh, instead of talking about a movie today, we are talking about three very special Christmas episodes of Marvel cartoons. So, Franny, what did you think of these? Because I think there's a huge difference in quality. Um, there's definitely a very big difference in quality. I'm trying to think if I even enjoyed any of them. I think I enjoyed at least one of them. I enjoyed probably like one and a half of them. (laughs) And then I found one and a half very irritating. I took extensive notes just in case I forget what's happened <laughs> in an episode. Because uh, they're only, it's three 22 minute episodes, so much less content than we usually cover, but that's three separate stories. So there's a whole bunch crammed into like a little over 60 minutes. And the very first episode that we're going to talk about is uh, an episode of the 90s X Men cartoon, which for some reason is, is like a favorite cartoon of people's from the 90s. And I, it must just be nostalgia because it is not a great show. Um, but I kind of enjoyed a very Morlock Christmas. Uh, that is the one that I actually did enjoy. The voice acting is a little rough for most of the cast, but I thought it was by far the best one out of the three. Yeah, it it was. It's probably the the funniest one, but I don't think it's intentionally because right off the bat. They're all singing. They're all singing a wonderful rendition of, I don't remember if it's Deck the Halls or whatever. And then they're like, Logan, you should sing with us because Scott has lost his voice. And Logan's, he's being a Grinch. He's being a Scrooge. He doesn't want to sing with them. And that's kind of his theme through the whole episode because there's different like plot lines in this episode the fir- the main one is about wolverine and jubilee and storm and but my favorite is in the kitchen with jean gray and gambit what's this here you're cooking it's called food gambit normal christmas food this need a little gambit magic little cayenne little time if you want to keep that hand stay away because Jean is trying, because she's a woman, obviously, so she's trying to cook Christmas dinner. And Gambit is just trying to make everything all Cajun, and she is not happy about it, and she thinks he's ruining Christmas, which is probably true, because Gambit ruins everything and he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But what did you think of Logan? They all go to the mall, and then Logan almost kills that perfume salesperson. In, In fact, there's two perfume moments in these episodes, actually, which is really bizarre. Yeah, that that really confused me. They go Christmas shopping. Um, there's a lot, that's a lot of weird stereotyping in this too. It's like jeans in the kitchen and Storm and Jubilee just want to go shopping. And so they go ice skating for some reason. And then the Morlocks show up and they're just like a, like an underground cult of like mutant outcasts. Nobody fucking likes them. And and so they've stolen an ambulance and they drive it through a building and (laughs) crash it onto the ice, which is, you know... It's an emergency, but also that's very dangerous. Like, there's no excuse for that. 
apparently they stole it because Leech is dying, and you might remember Leech from X-Men 3, the, the little bald kid who sucks everybody's powers out. Uh, but in this, he's like a frog man. Do they ever specify he's dying of, or is he just dying? He's just dying. I don't know if they say why he's dying, but he is. And so, a lot like Amazing Spider-Man 2, they want <laughs> they want Wolverine to give him a blood transfusion. because. And apparently, he tells this story where he's like, yeah, I could have saved these 20 people, like, years ago. And, Except and for I didn't two. Save them. They looked at me, scared, hoping, like I had the answer. And I let them down. Over 20 of them. The last one was a kid. Smaller than him. That's pretty fun. This is a cartoon for children. And he's talking about how he got a kid killed, so... I'll make it out. Yeah, the second half of this episode was very dramatic, and it caught me off guard, because the first half was not. (laughs) No, the first half is is goofy and ridiculous, and there's like a... The alarm goes off at the X-Mansion, and everybody thinks it's an emergency. And it turns out Beast has covered himself in, in cranberry sauce on accident. And then Wolverine's just like, whoops, I killed a kid. Merry Christmas. Yeah, right? It's, it's cranberry sauce, and then it's ice skating. And then, <laughs> and then I killed a kid. Yeah, happy <laughs> holidays. Then it cuts back to the kitchen where everybody's still mad. You did what? I just gave the ham a little juicing up. I want this. 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 It only cuts back there because Rogue is going to take Beast to help the Morlocks because Beast is like the one guy who can actually help. And then Beast and Logan, they save Leech, obviously, because this is a show for children. And then there's some weird lore stuff. Uh, Watching this episode out of context, it it was confusing, where Storm is the leader of the Morlocks or something, but then she gives the staff to some other lady. Uh, And I don't know, but then... Logan says that he wants orange juice and a cookie back at the X-Mansion. What's a fella have to do to get a glass of orange juice and a cookie around here? (laughs) And then Jubilee gives the Morlocks all the presents she bought, and the X-Men decide to eat with the Morlocks instead of eating the meal that Jean has probably been working on all week. So that's the end of that episode. I think the funniest part of the entire episode was the very end where they call Professor X and they're like, yeah, we we just wanted to (laughs) let you know. Uh, we're not gonna eat with you, but we still love you. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> Don't worry, Jubilee. You all will be missed, of course, but your generous sacrifice indicates to me that you understand how much more you are needed where you are. No gift could have made me happier or more proud. He's not mad, but I feel like he's he's a little sad because he's at the start of the episode he's like this is the first uh christmas dinner we'll ever have as a team uh and then it turns out that that is not the case they're just gonna leave and as far as i know this is the only christmas episode of the show so i guess they never did get to eat that dinner together unfortunately but i rate what what would you rate this episode out of 10 i would give it like a a seven maybe out of 10 i don't think it's the best episode out of these three but it's not the worst. It's the middle for me. This is the middle for you? Yes. Yeah. I think because I this is the one where I like half of it because the first half is really is really funny. Gamble just trying to help. The day that I need your help in the kitchen is the day that I stop cooking. 
on accident, and then the second half, I don't care that much about Leech and the Morlock stuff. I don't, I don't like that for me. Anyway. Yeah, I'd say it's probably like a, a seven. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good enough bad. for a Christmas episode. Also, I want to mention, I was hoping I could find a, a Hanukkah and Kwanzaa episode, so it wasn't three Christmas episodes. But unfortunately, we only have Christmas episodes because I guess superheroes hate representation. Um, I mean, Spider-Man mentions all of the December holidays at one point. <laughs> Guys, Feliz Navidad, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Solstice. Can't we put our differences aside for one night? Nope. So, if we're done with X-Men, the, the next episode, we watched an episode of The Spectacular Spider-Man, which is... One of my favorite Spider-Man cartoons. I like that show. Doesn't everybody hate that one? Isn't that the one that everybody likes the least? No, that's every that's most people's favorite show. Everybody's least favorite is well, it was Ultimate Spider-Man, but now it's the newest one, which is really awful. <laughs> the the oh, one okay. that uh, just came out. No, people like this one from what I know, and I know people are because it got canceled after like two seasons, and people people get upset about that, which is understandable. I I think it's really good, even if. Some of like the character designs and stuff are weird, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But I still I I like the show and the theme song is great. Anyway, so this episode's called Reinforcement, and at the start, Spider-Man's trying to find Mysterio's technology or whatever. Which is similar to Homecoming, kind of, where he's looking for all the technology that Vulture's selling. And then Tinkerer is spying on him, and he's sending the Sinister Six after him. And it turns out everyone in the prison cell is a hologram or a robot because they break out. I think it's like Sandman. Uh, Otto Octavius and Max and, Cl and Cleus Cassidy's there, too, and that never comes back, but... Uh, Dr. Octopus and Electro are in a group therapy session at, like, a mental hospital. And then Craven shows up and breaks... He at least he breaks the lecture out. Oct Octavius doesn't want to go. I hate him. <laughs> do you hate? Do you hate that Craven is a lion? <laughs> I hate that he's just a big cat. I don't know. I don't no like it. <laughs> he's not a hunter. He's not a man. He is a lion. I don't know. I don't think he was always like that on the show. I can picture a human Craven on the show. That must have just happened at some point, and I do not remember why. It was a it was a Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle situation where he just randomly turned into a mutant. <laughs> and Peter Peter does something that we always complain about when we talk about the Spider Man movies on this show, and he just does a backflip, <laughs> like as Peter Parker, he flips over some kids on the ice. And you know, he's always doing that shit. Like he's always doing there's that part one of our favorite moments in Amazing Spider-Man 2 when he like slams it at the side of the wall and he's in his just normal street clothes. <laughs> uh and he's he's gotta knock that off because it's it's very frequent and surely everyone knows by this point. But he plays it off and he slips on the ice. He goes, Whoa, I'm clumsy, Peter Parker. <laughs> I can't be that good then. Yeah, he does a backflip. Everybody sees him do it too. They're like, Wow, Peter, and then he falls over. It's like that'll cover it. And they're like, haha, Peter, what a loser. <laughs> Flash is there. Everybody's there. Every high school character is at the ice skating rink, luckily enough. Liz Allen, uh, MJ, and Gwen, and Flash, and there, everybody's there, and Liz is angry at Peter for, for, for some reason. Again, it was like a lore thing that I don't remember, because... <laughs> this, this one seems the most connected to the rest of the show, 
because there were several points where I was really confused about like parts of the plot and then realized they were probably from past episodes. Yeah, I think I think it's weird because you think of cartoons like this and it's like you would think they would mostly stand alone. But I guess I guess there's some there's some interconnected stuff. But I feel like you can mostly watch any of these and not without having seen any of the other show, probably. Because I, I haven't seen this show since I was like eight years old. So I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really remember it. The new Sinister Six, it's Rhino and Sandman and Craven and Mysterio and Vulture and somebody else. I don't remember who else. And they're all working for Master Planner, uh, which is just the whatever Spider-Man villain. Gwen is mad at Peter, just like Liz is. Every, everybody's mad. And then MJ shows up and she's like, uh, I'm not mad at you, Peter, but I understand why everyone else is. So... <laughs> Peter spills some hot cocoa on himself, and he burns his tongue, and so he's he's talking with a burnt tongue for most of the episode, which is a cute detail. Pinky? Is that revolving door that prison? What? I was really worried that he would talk like that when we heard what was going on inside his head, but they were smart <laughs> enough to know that that would just be his normal voice. I don't really know how they knew that Spider-Man was at the ice skating rink. If it was just Peter Parker there. And Electro does something that he also does in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because I just want to keep going back to that movie. And he, like, spits out electricity. Uh, <laughs> which is, as far as I know, not something he usually does. And it looks really gross. And he burns down the Christmas tree and electrocutes Vulture. And then they fight in a tire warehouse. And, <laughs> and Spider-Man just... There's, like, two solid minutes of Spider-Man kicking tires at Electro. But he melts all of them. And then he gets stuck in it. And, and Sam and Rhino show up and they're just throwing Spider-Man around. And Rhino, in a moment of brilliant product placement, throws a VW bug at Spider-Man and then talks about how... A bug for a bug! Yeah, I got that! For you, that was clever! Thanks. And then he takes out Rhino, trapping him in some ice. He takes out Sandman also the same way i'm pretty sure uh and then spider-man's like oh no you know what would suck if fucking <laughs> he doesn't say that word for word but if doc ock and shocker showed up and then they do and he's like well that's not suspicious and then it turns out it's actually mysterio and mysterio chases him on a big dragon basically he fights everybody and then he wins and there's a weird prema premature ejaculation joke in there uh wait and, what and then i think i missed that well, you are the expert on premature glotilation. Spider-Man basically defeats everybody, but then they all got away anyway, other than Mysterio, I think. And then Peter gives Aunt May a picture that has Uncle Ben in it, and then it's over. And then they have a Merry Christmas. That's my. I think that's my favorite episode between the three, because I think it's fun, and I like Spider-Man. <laughs> 8 out of 10 uh gingerbread houses whatever the fuck um <laughs> i guess yeah this one is a, a little bit better than the x-men one i don't know i don't think i like it too much more it's like a 7.5 probably yeah i think the the x-men one is the x-men one is probably the most christmasy one though but i still think the spider-man one's the best one and you know what i think the worst one is franny <laughs> Um, the show that neither of us had heard of before today. Exactly. The reason that we we did this one was because neither of us knew what this show was. I'd heard of it. It was it was in that slate of Disney XD Marvel shows like Avengers Assemble and Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, and that Guardians of the Galaxy show, which ties into this. I had never seen a single second of this. Hulk and the Agents of Smash. 
The episode is called It's a Wonderful Smash. So <laughs> This was not a good introduction this like, to this show. No, this is I I really did not like this. It's it's so it's so quick and so stupid. Like it, I feel like this is the kind of show that just rots children's brains. Like at least the other two shows, you know, have some sort of ethical dilemma. And this is just horrible jokes for, for 20 minutes and then you know, fight fighting for ten minutes, and it's just it's just noise, pretty much. Like it's really annoying. Yeah, it's just a lot of noise and a lot of thing punching other things, and then Rocket Raccoon shows up. Yeah, yeah, I didn't recognize a lot of the a lot of his agents of Smash. There's a blue ro- robot man that turns out to be Rick Jones, I guess. Um, and then and his voice by Seth Green, so that was already a good start. Oh my god, I didn't even notice. I didn't even think it, about it. But that's great. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and then there's She-Hulk and, and Normal Hulk, and then there's some other ones that I've never seen before. There's uh, Red Hulk. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it's... It, I, it's not the Red Hulk, though. It's He's like the president of the United States at one point. I don't know. Anyway... Also, there aren't going to be any audio clips for this episode because Disney Plus wouldn't let me rip it. So this conversation of a horrible piece of media isn't even going to have context. Merry Christmas. Love you. Blastar comes from a portal from the negative zone and all the Hulks fight him. And then they send him back to the negative zone in a riveting opening. J. Jonah Jameson is mad about it. (laughs) Yeah, he shows up and and he does his thing. I don't know why. He's even in this show. He's only supposed to care about Spider-Man. He's not supposed to care about any of the other superheroes. But he yells at the Hulks. And I'm, I'm going to call them the Hulks this whole time. I'm not going to call them the Agents of Smash. No, I think that's what people do actually call them. Okay, well, there you go. I don't know what Smash stands for, by the way, because it, it is an acronym. I think I looked at the Wikipedia page, and it does stand for something, and it's dumb. I bet it's dumb. All right, let's find out. What does Smash and Hulk, Agents of Smash, stand for? I don't like that Hulk can speak in full sentences, and I'm not sure why. Hulk, everybody is so boring. Like, like there's, there's like two recognizable characters, and they're so... They're so stupid. <laughs> I don't care about any of them. Even the ones I do recognize, they kind of suck. Um, it stands for Supreme Military Agency of Superhumans. Also, yeah, most of this team I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It I is don't know why Hulk, She Hulk, Red Hulk, uh-huh. A Bomb, and uh-huh. Scar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who fucking Scar is. Uh, <laughs> and She Hulk and everybody else is mad. And then Rick Jones sees a shooting star and wishes for a perfect Christmas. And then we're into this weird nightmare. It's the Hulk out holiday smash extravaganza. And everything has worked out perfectly for our our favorite smash team. Uh, And there's a giant Hulk tower next to the Avengers tower that's in the shape of a big fist. J.J. Jameson loves the Agents of Smash, and so does everybody else. And I guess a thing on the show is Rick Jones has a web show. And he's he's celebrating Vlogmas, and it's really annoying. And I wanted to die. I was, yeah, okay. I was looking at I was looking at the Wikipedia page. Apparently, that's the premise of the entire show. It's Rick Jones trying to get people to like Hulk by using that's the so internet. Fucking stupid. I hate it. I hate I hate this. This is the worst of any of these. This might be the worst Marvel cartoon that's ever existed, including Spider Man and his amazing friends from the seventies. It literally it sucks at a like conceptual level. <laughs> yeah, well, it sucks on a conceptual level and on a an execution level. It's just fucking annoying. 
<laughs> in a weird cameo that's not really a cameo apparently rick jones is dating actress eliza dushku in this show in the like in this alternate universe he's dating eliza dushku and and we see an animated picture of her twice and i don't know if she knows that they did that uh and i don't know she does she, she voices she hulk apparently that's the worst fucking thing i've ever heard in my goddamn life are you serious really i i i yeah i was looking at the the imdb because i wanted to know who was in this show and i'm pretty sure she voices she hulk i might be wrong but i feel like i remember seeing that that might be the worst news i've ever heard in my okay you know what it's her fault then she brought this on herself yeah, so anyway, he, I, guess, <laughs> I guess that's a thing. I guess Eliza Dushku is, he hasn't noticed that actress in this universe, Eliza Dushku, happens to sound exactly like his friend She-Hulk. It's also said in this that She-Hulk is an actor. So maybe she is Eliza Dushku. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I just double-checked bl- and, and I, I was right. <laughs> so that's world-breaking. That's one of those things I just fucking hate. Uh, and then it turns out that for some reason, it's never even brought up, but the leader is their bartender. I don't know why that is, because they should be trying to fight him. <laughs> and now Red Hulk is the president, and his face is on Mount Rushmore. Devil Dinosaur shows up and they put reindeer antlers on him. In a in a magical Christmas moment, Rocket Raccoon comes down from the chimney, tells them that this isn't real, and then he starts shooting everybody, and then these drones show up and everybody starts just starts smashing. Everybody just starts fighting, which is most of this episode is everybody just starts fighting. And I just hate it all. Uh, but it turns out everybody's been abducted by the Collector, and this is a big simulation that they're in. And I don't know how the the shooting star led to this. I don't know how the Collector has created this technology. Uh, this show sucks so much. <laughs> the show, <laughs> yeah, it really does though. The show fucking sucks. And they're fighting, and they're they're, they're fighting more, and Collector wants to brainwash them, and there's more fighting, and Rocket's like, we need to save the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we get two introductions in a row to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it's it's weird because it's the comic book Guardians, but they all act like they're the movie Guardians. Like, they look exactly like they do in in the comics, so I don't... I don't know what that's about. Rocket says the Shi'ar and the Kree are gonna kill each other if we don't give them the Orb of Peace. And so we need to get the Guardians, and we need to get the Orb, and then we're gonna get the Guardians, and I hope it shows the illusion, and then Collector has the Orb, and there's another illusion to do the exact same thing, and then they defeat the Collector, and then there's another drone fight. And then it's over. <laughs> and I want to be dead, Franny, because this is one of the stupidest things I've ever had to watch for the show. Yeah, this this episode took all the Christmas spirit out of me that I had. <laughs> this is yeah. And it was barely about Christmas at all. Uh, there's the only Christmas stuff is is at the start and I guess at the end because they all go to a Hulk themed diner exactly like Phantom Menace or exactly like Endgame and then that's it. I said Phantom Menace because there's a part at the end where the lady holds up the orb and that's it looks exactly like the end of Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> which is not not a movie that you want to make me think of when I'm watching your program. Yeah, so it was great. What a great show. Um, I'm going to watch all of the two seasons that came out of it. I'm surprised there was two. Yeah, well, me too, but it was probably a tax write-off. And I should also mention, <laughs> yeah, there is a Guardian. There is a Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon, uh, and these versions of the characters are from that cartoon, so this is a crossover episode. Uh, much like when Ultimate Spider-Man met Jesse in the game, <laughs> when, they met, when they met Jesse and Luke and Zuri and Ravi and Bertrand. You're never going to let and me that's forget all that. Names, I think. No, I'm not, because that's still one of the weirdest things Marvel's ever done. 
So Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know what? Everybody should just find some, like, Christmas-themed comic books and read them instead, because there's some really good Christmas comic stories. Uh, and apparently there's no good Christmas superhero episodes. Um, but, but if you were going to watch one of these, watch the Spider-Man one. But also, just don't watch any of them. Just watch Iron Man 3. That's a Christmas movie. Or watch Spider-Verse or something. <laughs> Fuck it, that's a Christmas movie. Yeah, you know movie what? Too. Just go watch Spider-Verse. It, it's not a Christmas movie, but it's really good, so just watch it. <laughs> it is kind of a Christmas movie. It has the Spider-Man jingle bells in it, and it has... That is true. Uh, he, it, it's it's in the winter. I think it it's is a close Christmas enough. movie. I think you can watch it. Yeah, or watch Batman Returns, I guess. Point is, superhero Christmas media is not always good, but I'll leave the links <laughs> to some good Christmas comics uh, below. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we don't really have any listener stuff or anything, so there's not a lot else to say. Hopefully, I mean, I'm probably just going to put this out this week if I think it's any good. And if I think it's any good, uh, we'll probably keep doing episodes. That's it. <laughs> There's really, This is really stupid. It's a really stupid uh, experiment that we almost did last year. And then we decided to not do it. And we did it this year instead. And yeah, because now is the perfect on. time. Now that we need something to experiment with. <laughs> And so if you're actually listening to this, if I've actually put this episode out for the public to hear, I'm so sorry. But I probably haven't put out a full-length episode yet then. Basically, if you're hearing this episode, there will be more episodes. If you never hear this, then I don't need to say anything else. Uh, anyway, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvel Movie Pod. You can find me on Instagram at FlipDeg. You can find me on Twitter at FlipDeg with the E and A is a three. Franny crossed over into an alternate dimension where everybody loves him instead of his real life where everybody hates him. And there's no cell phones, so he is not on social media. I have is no words. That, I have no words for that one. But Can I go you're... now? I wish you were right. <laughs> Happy holidays. Yes, you have my permission to leave. Bye. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas from the Hulks and the, the Agents of Smell. No. And happy holidays, everybody else. Spotty bells, spotty bells, swinging through midtown. Oh, what fun to sling a web and take the bad guys down. Spotty bells, spotty bells, quipping all the time. Oh, what fun to swing around New York while.